Welcome to our 28th Amuna class. Ah, Koyach, that's the match of 28 with Rav Shalom Arush. Hashem, he's getting Koyach to be here and we appreciate so much. We don't take for granted that we're blessed this week to have special guests. And I don't just mean the Rav sitting next to me with Diane Elgrad, but also Nuriel who are here in the studio with us the Yatias family, and we're dedicating our Munakas success of Nurio, aka the Yatias family, and also the talented drummer who's part of the band, Sfi Solomon, is that right? Yes. Wow, yes. I did my research. <laughs> and with the family and team, they should all be blessed, a special guest and all, and to the full healing of Tova Leah Bas Rivka and Gedalia Sanya Rachmatanya Doniel Ben Tova Basha. And we should all be blessed to get rid of this corona and all have a Rafur Shlema. And we appreciate your dedications to our Muna class and to the Rav's teachings. Amen. Amen. First, we need to say thank you to all of you guys for giving us appreciated feedback and questions. Thank God every week, I always have a full page of things what to say. To remind us about Rav Arish's Amuna coaching, also exercises and workshops. We did the last week, we did the 7th or 8th. Um, I think we did the 7th. Now we're heading into the 8th. Mila Minateva. Okay, so the first feedback is, and we all remember Rabbi Laser Brody is beyond a shadow of a doubt, one of the finest teachers we have in our world today. Mashem bless him in every way. Respectfully yours, David Asulin. We all know David Asulin. He's Very sending nice. a message to us. Going to Uman since 1965. That's his Yeah, David Asulin. You know David Asulin? If you go to our class in Manhattan, he always came to our Manhattan class. And you can see him speaking there as well online. Some One of our classes there. Anyway, he gave feedback and appreciation to one of our special Rabbonim from Brez of Israel. who was here longer than most, 20 years, I think. Rabbi Lazer Brody. Now, Ricardo... Lustiku Cambia Dimetico. I don't know why I'm speaking Spanish, but Shalom to all present distinguished brothers in Hashem's creator of the universe. Shalom Ravinu, like this, you are a doctor to Hashem, so that all the family is united. Okay, very nice feedback. Amuna is a solution to any problems. I love Rabbi Shalom Orush. <laughs> As a non Jew, I very much pre appreciate the wisdom of this talk. The discourse on false gods is most illuminating. Baruch Hashem, that should be able to hear this. And there's no one, here's a new person, no one like Rav Shalom Arish. The teaching guidance has got me through a lot of challenges. Now, uh, we had a beautiful guest last week, Wai Shafario and Jonathan Hill, aka Yosef Packer. It's an honor. Thanks for thinking of me and bringing me to your class. Thank Rav Arish, thank Rav Elgod, Ellie Goldsmith, and Elio, our studio team. And the production team for hosting Yonasen and me. It was wonderful and inspiring experience. All the blessings. Amen. Very nice. Okay. <laughs> That's it for today in terms of feedback. But we'll be following you on the online feed with Facebook and YouTube, Instagram as well. You can put any questions you want. And uh, we're going to go now to the Rav who will tell me that we need to hear a song. Is that right? Uh, you asked the Rav. Oh, the Rav. <laughs> a song. Straight the away. Rob, the Rav wants a song. <laughs> Let's get to the music. <laughs> Straight to the music. So, so we're going to sing a song that uh, really, the, I guess, the, the the main line there is um, the, the words, all we see is light. Um, that really everything that we see in our lives is light. Is um, And I think that's something that the Rab uh, shares beautifully, uh, always. So it goes like this. And the barricades swept the streets at night And the people cried One glance last stand And raising my hands in a desperate defense And darkness rises behind my eyes And, and all we see is light Oh, and all we see is light Oh, and all we see is light And all we see is light Fears are buried neat 
drawing close to where we are. And if ever we felt so near, we were so far, drawing close to where we are. Yeah. the merit to see Nuriel live in with a full band not saying you guys aren't doing an amazing job just the two of you and we're very honored you came but when you see the full band live in a show in Yushalayim with a packed crowd and please go we plan to hopefully one day to do the same in America huge shows there but you know obviously corona got in the way a little bit but Baruch Hashem we're here and we're able to be go together and we really appreciate you bringing your music together with us so Thank we're going to just go into some questions and then please go we'll come back to you guys just before soon. that that was a beautiful song i have two words that i can think of to define the song it was light and it was a lighthouse <laughs> <laughs> the next week the lighthouse project <laughs> i didn't plan that yeah. uh, we'll start with our first question this is a question that many people are asking people are asking what is the rov's opinion about the coronavirus and the vaccines that are offered in order to cope with the virus anashim rav shualim madat rav lagabe kol ma shekore ma corona ve khisunim shenotnim rav kenegad ha corona madat rav anose of kovan she roim bemet yesh דבר נורא מאוד, כל הדבר הזה, שממש הרבה הרבה אנשים חלו וחולים. Of course we can see that the whole coronavirus pandemic is something very terrible. Many people have been sick, many people are sick. אבל מצד שני, אם אתם מסתכלים בסטטיסטיקה, בשנה הזאת מתו פחות אנשים. But on the other hand, if we look at statistics this year, Less people died. And also through me, I have a connection with many, many people. And I can see that there are no rules whatsoever to the There are some who guard themselves to no limits and they become sick. <laughs> and there are others who don't even keep the regulations whatsoever and they don't get sick. So when it comes to the virus itself, we can see that there is a private and special supervision who is going to get sick and who isn't. going to get sick. The same thing applies to the vaccinations. We can also see with the vaccines there are no rules. Some have gotten the vaccines and became sick. There's nothing here clear and defined. The person himself who invented the vaccine said, I'm a healthy person. Why should I take the vaccine? That's why I'm not voicing my opinion. Their opinions to this way, their opinions to that way, some way take, some say take the vaccine, some say don't. What I say is, let's wait a bit. Anyone who's healthy can wait. 
And if you're sick or you're afraid, so you have who to rely on. There are many rabbis who say that you should get vaccinated. You have who to rely on. And then when he goes and takes the vaccines, he's listening to what our sages are telling him. And also those who are waiting and not taking the vaccine. It's not as if they're defying the sages that are saying to take the vaccines because we have other sages who are telling us to wait. And that's what they're doing. They're waiting to see what's going to happen. And may we all have good health and may everyone be healthy. But, and may we truly merit that everyone will wake up. You see, everyone is speaking about everything. People are speaking about the virus. People are speaking about the vaccines. But they're not speaking about the main point. Our sages teach us that when there is a bad decree, in order to make that decree disappear, there are three things that we've got to do. We've got to do tshuva, we've got to repent, we've got to pray, and we've got to give tzedakah, we've got to give charity. <laughs> One's got to speak about Imuna, about faith, about prayer. The creator of the world, he decides what's going to happen in his world. And that's why we need to strengthen our faith, strengthen our prayer. That Hashem will God, ask God, all of Am Yisrael. And the creator of the world will turn everything into the good, into the better. And through the coronavirus pandemic, Mashiach will come and redeem Am Yisrael. We need to ask Hashem, Hashem, please bring us Mashiach. That is the perfect and absolute solution. That is the perfect solution to the coronavirus pandemic. Therefore, after all, like I said, I have no clear opinion about the vaccination itself. Their opinions are this way, their opinions are that way. What I can tell you is we need to wake up and strengthen ourselves in tshuva, in repentance, in emunah and faith. And with the help of Hashem, Mashiach will come and redeem us all. Amen. Amen. Wow. This is something which the whole world was asking about this last few weeks. And I was getting a lot of emails and texts. And I hope that answered. But what we really need to do is go into our Muna exercise. So we don't forget, Baruch Hashem. And uh, I think that's a continuation in a way. Because that's the answer, as the Rav said, so if we could go to a... Something that I myself merit to see many good results. That when you say a lot of thank you, you see salvations, you see miracles. And that's why what I say is that I don't need to invest the powers that Hashem gave me speaking about all these different things, yes, vaccinations, no vaccinations, because that is not what's going to be the true and real solution. 
I need to invest my powers in teaching all of you to continue and saying thank you. I meet people all the time. People call me, people send me letters. And people tell me that saying thank you, that is the good life. So, saying thank you, gratitude, being grateful, that is something that protects you. It gives you miracles. It gives you salvations. Rabbi Nachman of Breslov said that all diseases, all sicknesses, all ailments come from the fact that we ruin our happiness, our simcha. And I saw that this coronavirus pandemic, it takes people ha- people's happiness and joy away. So how does one merit to have simcha, to be happy? Through exercise number one that we're teaching. We learned that exercise number one is knowledge, wisdom, da'at. To know that we have a father in the heavenly realm that loves us all the time. And he wants very, very much to give us the best that he can give us, both physically and spiritually. And certainly he does everything for our better good. And he is a good father. He always does only good. A father never does something bad to his children. Only good. When you know that, then you'll always be happy. So first of all, go again, repeat it, pray for exercise number one. We are now holding on to exercise number seven where we're learning how to do tshuva, how to repent. This issue of asking for forgiveness has an, a moral introspection for a person. True, we have the halacha, we have the Jewish law that says that doing tshuva repenting is first of all confessing for what you did, asking sorry and forgiveness for what you did, to regret what you did, and to accept upon yourself not to do it again. But today, I'd like to explain this whole concept of sorry, of forgiveness from the moral aspect. How can a person who sins against Hashem, who commits a transgression, how can he not ask Hashem to forgive him for that? This is something that should be on a daily basis, even if it was not written on the Torah. Common sense compels you to ask forgiveness. I always say that a person's greatness is measured with his capability of saying, I made a mistake and I'm asking for your forgiveness. (laughs) 
בורא עולם מטיב איתנו כל הזמן, עושה איתנו כל טוב. ודאי שאנחנו לא יודעים להגיד לו תודה להכל. וצריכים גם לדעת להגיד לו, פה טעיתי, סליחה. The creator of the world is always doing us so much good. Of course we need to say thank you for everything that he does, but we also need to know how to say sorry when we sin against him. The creator of the world says to us, I understand you, I can understand you. You have a dark side. And you didn't manage to overcome it. And he managed to conquer you. And therefore you sinned. I have no grievances against you. But why don't you come afterwards and ask for my forgiveness? That means that even if you committed the greatest sin, I can understand you. But now, after you've already committed the sin, you don't have the dark side anymore. Now, come and ask for forgiveness for what you did. In this current exercise, we're learning how to soul search yourself every day, how to judge your soul on a daily basis and repent to Hashem. A person that lives without any soul searching, without judging his soul? It's as if he's living that he is the master of the world. If there is a master to the world above you, you have to account for all your actions what you did from yesterday till today. For every good thing that you did, say thank you. And for everything that you failed, say to him, I failed, I'm sorry. Smile. <laughs> wow. I'm very good at the smile translation. <laughs> yeah. I really want to get to, uh, to Nuriel with another song, but I think we still have one more question. Before we turn it over to our beautiful guests. Yeah, I'm on the song, honestly. Sorry, guys, you're going to have to wait. Um, okay, let's go. <laughs> Being happy uh, is always a good thing. Amazing. Um, I'm I just thinking of what the Rev said. Um, if you translate it. Um, you were talking about tshuva, the Rebbe was talking about tshuva, about, about repentance, about saying sorry. And um, I feel that this song is really all about um, change. It's about sort of wanting to change, wanting to find a, a, a place where we can change, where we can grow. Um, so, um, yeah. Shira says, Devar shinui, ala raton lishtanot. Twenty-four, 
And any day now, I see the rain clouds And no December winds won't burn my candle out I hold out, made that wish before And open doors, I'm on the top I'm on the bottom, it's not a problem But it's the best of me that's ticking on a clock It won't stop, bound to rise and fall can we all, and can we all make a change now? Can we all make a change? And carry on, and carry on our name now. Carry on our name. When I know the doors are open, they close and they open. Doors are open, stay close when they open. Let it come down And the rain is painting colors all around My holy ground All we have is here and now It really Thank penetrates your soul. <laughs> wow. Yeah, you should Very see cool. them with the whole stack, the whole <laughs> really? situation of live. He plays the cello as well. Yeah. And yeah. Um, yeah. again, the cello. Yeah. You should have brought the cello here. Yeah. You're always welcome back, please go. So we, we, but we haven't finished with you yet. We've, we've got a question from our friends, uh, our viewers. And then please go ahead to your questions, please. As well. Okay. And more songs. כבוד הרב, יש כאן הרב שאלה לגבי שידוכים. There's a question here about getting marriage and זיווג, which is a real issue in this program. Many people are asking it, so I'll be saying that bothers many people. And I'll ask the question. I just broke up an engagement, and I'm having a hard time now with פנוסה and שידוכים. I need a blessing and a סגולה. What could the רוב please tell me? How am I supposed to cope with this situation? מישהו הרב עכשיו ביטל הרב... הוא ביטל הרב עכשיו שידוך, הוא היה מאורס, הוא צריך הרב ברכה וסגולה לפרנסה ולשידוכים. מה יש לרב לומר לו? איזו עצה? כל דבר בעולם הזה... Every single thing in this world... רק ביד השם. Is only in the hands of Hashem. והשידוכים... But marriage, finding a soulmate? <laughs> that is really only in the hands of Hashem. There's some things that you can think that maybe there's a bit of your power to control what's going on. In Panos and finding your livelihood with health. But with Shidduchim, finding your soulmate? Only the creator of the world knows who's your soulmate. He's the only one who knows what woman is suitable to what man and what man is suitable to what woman. 
On one side, it's true. The only effort that you can really make is by praying. On the other hand, it compels a person to know that he can't just cancel and break up a match or an engagement that he has. If there's no real and just reason according to halacha, you can't break up an engagement. The Holy Ari said, There's no reality of you getting married to someone who is not your soulmate. So a person that's been offered to go on a date and he meets someone, if he doesn't have a just reason to say no, he needs to continue to proceed and to eventually go into the way of getting married. He needs to be certain that if she is not his soulmate, from the heavenly realm they'll make sure this match will be abolished. Hashem will not allow a person to marry someone who is not his soulmate. <laughs> so therefore there's nothing to be afraid on. Follow the path, go and get married. Many people come to the holy and the righteous people and they say to them, listen, we're already older people and we're not managing to find our soulmate. The righteous people tell them, listen, you had your soulmate. I mean, you met her, but you yourself cast it away with your own hands. So you don't say no for no good, just reason. The main advice for men, I have a wonderful advice to tell them. Yesterday, a father came up to me. And he said to me, do you remember my son came to you and he told you that for a long, long time he's not, being, he's not managing to find a soulmate? And you promised him that if he learns your book in the Garden of Peace, when he finishes the book, he'll find a soulmate. So, the father tells me he has the keys to a place called the Caves of the Sanhedrin. His wife said to him, okay, open the cave for me. I will go now and I'll play, I'll pray very strongly that my son will find his soulmate. At the same time, another woman came up to him and said to him, listen, maybe you can also open the cave up for me because I have a daughter who's also looking for a soulmate and I also want to pray for her. Well, he opened the gate for her and she also entered in. Both mothers spoke between them. How old is your daughter? And they made a match between the two sons and the daughter. And in about a month's time on Dalat Nisan, they're getting married. And just like I promised him, he finished the book. Three days later, he found his soulmate. I always hear these stories. You learn the book in the Garden of Peace, but you learn it in depth. You finish the book. When you finish it, you'll find your soulmate. For the women, I have less advice. For the men, you have a wonderful advice. So, May you all learn the book, The Garden of Peace. Get married and have true shalom, true domestic peace between you and your soulmates. Amen. Amen.
Maine. Wow, look, we've gone through all the questions already from our wonderful viewers. There's been some beautiful feedback live from how much they appreciate the music and the chizuk and they're enjoying this class together. Please, God, we will do another one. Please, God, with the whole band. Bring your parents. They're also amazing musicians. I've seen them live in person. So it's in your family, uh, this gift of music. Um, we'd like to hear a little bit more about Nuriel, like why the name and a little bit what your hopes and dreams are for your music. And I personally would love to support and see you guys go great and get a blessing from the Rav. And uh, please go also questions to the Rav. That would be mm -hmm. appreciated. Okay, so we are, uh, we're a band. We grew up in Jerusalem um, and um, based in Jerusalem. And we're uh, really, uh, we're, we're, this is my brother Michael, and I have another brother, David, in the band, and two uh, friends uh, who really, we all grew up in the same neighborhood and um, grew up making music together. And it started uh, from a young age, just jamming with the Shabbat, just jamming together. And, and at one point, it, it, uh, it took the form of a band. Um, it's a good question, the name Nuriel. Uh, we really just um, just connected to it. We, uh, I remember we, when we were looking for a name, we posted on Facebook, we posted, you know, we were asking for, for different suggestions. We got like over 70 different offers. And then in, in the end, it was just one day, it just popped into my head. I said, oh, Nuriel, Nuriel feels, feels, feels right. So I think that was the, um, I think that was, that was the inspiration. And, and if I can make the comparison, you know, they say that when a, when a parent, before they name their child, it's sort of, they get some divine inspiration that just lets them do it. So this was not a child, but it was a band, and I really don't know, um, I can't attribute to it, it to anything else, but just the, the moment where I just felt that it was right. Um, and um, after, you know, later on, we looked into the depth of the name, and we felt that Nuriel really means, uh, you know, the fire of Hashem or the candle of Hashem. And that really... Uh, I think speaks to the to our desire to um, to share something true and authentic with the world in in a real way and and hopefully uh, uh, shine a light out there. So that I think that's that's what we try to do. Um, that's what we've we've tried to do over the years, and it's a real honor, uh, deep honor to to get to be here. Nuri in Aramaic is Esh. Esh, the initials of the Rub. Of Shalom Irish. <laughs> so it so all matches up together. <laughs> well, we, we were singing All We See Is Light before we were singing those words, and I, I, I'm in this room, and that's what I feel. I feel that All We See Is Light. Um, and yeah, that's, that's who we are. Um, can I ask a question? Please. Um, so so I, I had a few, a few questions. Somebody. Um, you can also translate yourself because oh. Hebrew is excellent, so you can right. explain the question to the room. Uh, you, you'll tell me if I'm doing a good job. You're, You're doing, doing a good job. job. <laughs> So I'll ask the question in, in, in English, and then I'll see if I can translate it. Um, so a friend of mine was, I was, um, I was learning um, the Garden of Amuna today, one of the Rev's uh, uh, books, uh, with a friend. And we, we got into this deep conversation, and, and, um, and we were talking about, he, he was wondering how, you know, we, we invest so much, we invest ourselves in different things in our lives that we feel like this is what I want to be doing in my life. And... Um, how do you know that this is something that that you're supposed to be doing uh, when you run into some hardships? Um, you know, how do you know that this is that you, this is you're running into those hardships because that's what you're supposed to be doing, versus maybe this is maybe Hashem is trying to sort of move you in a different direction, and maybe this is not what I'm supposed to be doing. Um, so that was the question. Uh, איך אני יודע שהקושי הזה, האם הקושי הזה לוקח אותי לכיוון שהאם אני יכול לפרש שהקושי הזה באמת זה השם שרוצה קצת להקשות עליי כי זה הכיוון שהוא רוצה שאני אלך בו, או שהשם מנסה להגיד לי שאלך בדרך אחרת. איך אני יודע שאני הולך בדרך שאני צריך ללכת בחיים? האם זה מניעה או שזה עיכוב? Is it a setback 
Or is it something that's supposed to hold you back and say to you, stop, <laughs> this is not your path? <laughs> in commandments that are written in the Torah, there's no such reality that the difficulties are saying to you, stop. The difficulties are only meant to increase your desire to do Hashem's commandments. That's what Rabbi Nachman of Breslev writes, that the difficulties and hardships are only to increase your desire and your yearning to do it. I'm having difficulties and setbacks putting on tefillin. What can I do? No. No. You've got to put your tefillin on. You have difficulties, you have setbacks, okay. You've got to pray, you've got to yearn, you've got to crave to do the mitzvah. You've got to be stubborn. Rabbi Nachman Abreslav says you've got to be very stubborn when it comes to working Hashem. Everything that the whole Rabbi Nachman Abreslav merited was because he was so stubborn in the way he worked Hashem. Things that are not written specifically. For example, moving to another apartment or traveling somewhere. Things that are not written, that's when we have the question, how do we treat these setbacks? You do do this deal, you don't do the deal. In every single thing that we have, we have in it the will of Hashem. And a person wants to do what Hashem wants. So here we really have a question. Are the setbacks only, to, are, they, are they supposed to detain a person to tell him stop? To direct him to go into another path? to prevent him from doing this certain thing. Or even here, the setbacks are meant for him to overcome them and for him to increase his yearning and desire to do that. So things that are not written specifically, a person has to search his soul. He has to reach a point of pure truth. That when, whether the answer is yes, whether the answer is no, it is completely equal. I work Hashem. And I only want to do what Hashem wants me to do. I really don't care. If it is Hashem's will for me to do this deal, I'll happily do it. And if it's not the will of Hashem, then happily, I will not do it. When a person's desire is not equal, when he wants to more than he doesn't want to, or vice versa, that means that he's not living the pure point of truth. I want only what Hashem wants. So when a person really gets to this point of truth, from the heavenly realm, they'll enlighten his heart to know exactly what to do. Because the minute a person reaches this point of truth, the truth is the signature of Hashem. And the truth is the light of this world. Because Hashem himself is truth. And Hashem is the light of this world. As the verse says, Hashem is my light. Hashem will enlighten his heart exactly what to do. So what a person needs to do is he needs to tell the creator of the world, everything is equal by me. I want what you want.
Well, so before we go to one more beautiful question from Nuriel and a song to round off the class, we'd like to mention and remind everyone that we do have a Just Buy One Book campaign where you can purchase books on our breslov.co.il or breslov.com, the Garden of Amuna, the Universal Garden of Amuna, special new campaign. Thanks to our friends in Toronto, Avra. We really appreciate all your hard work and especially bringing the Toronto community to us, as well as Gedalia, who brought some of Miami. And hopefully next week, we'll have Michael ben Melech bring more of Miami. Please go with the Lighthouse Torah Project. And also Hazak. Hazak has been big friends to us, and we hope to continue that. Also with some other organizations we'd like to collaborate with. But the point is, you guys can go onto our site right now, brezlov.com, and get this beautiful gift for a friend or for a colleague or any kind of gift. I just went to a bas mitzvah last night with Nissen Black and Yosef Karduna were there. We were singing and dancing in the old city. And one of the presents I gave was a Universal Garden of Amuna. I'd like to say something about the book. <laughs> yeah. I myself came close to the rabbi through one book. Someone came to my house when I was a young Avrich, gave me the book, The Garden of Amuna. I read it. I stayed up all night. I read it twice. So that night, I have all my footnotes in the book. And that's how I came closer to the Rob. So that just shows you the power of one book. Wow. So one safer, that's all it takes to really change someone's life. As the Rav has said many times, mom has changed my life. Yes. <laughs> so that's where to go to breastof.com. And obviously, check out Nuriel. They have a, a beautiful page on Facebook and Instagram, and I'm sure in other places, Spotify, for sure. Check out their new song, Amazing When You music. Come, yeah. and uh, Nuriel Band, and it's all there. We put it in all the descriptions, all the links for you guys to join us. And don't forget, we are now on Kindle, which is uh, with Amazon.com. So you can go get Universal <laughs> Garden Moon. It's a big deal. For many years, there was a lot of pressure. Put it online, put it online, and... The Ravani was, no, 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 you have to have the Holy Safer in your hand. But Baruch Hashem, the Universal Garden of Muna now is available for everyone with the Ravani's Brocha and, of course, the Rav's Brocha for everyone to learn the Universal Garden of Muna just through Kindle. It's easy to access and it's only $9.99. No shipping needed, nothing. A guaranteed change your life book. Okay, so we'll round off the class with a question <laughs> and a song from Nuriel. Okay, so the second... Um, yes, the second question that I had, I was really, um, I'm just, what comes to mind is uh, I was talking to a friend um, over Shabbat, and he was, uh, he was telling me that he's, he's really, he's doing a lot of things that are very positive, that he feels very strongly about, um, and he's learning in a, in a yeshiva in the mornings, um, he's learning very, very hard, and, and um, his feeling was that he, he felt that he was, he was lacking some time of really of, of growth, the way the Rav speaks, um, sort of growth that's something that was going to sustain him uh, uh, spiritually beyond the, the learning the Gemara, something that would really keep him alive uh, spiritually. So I was wondering what the Rav uh, could say on that. Kvod Rav, dibartim im chaver l'achrona, ולומד <laughs> In his book, Sipurim Asiyot, Story of Tales, Rabbi Nachman Abresov tells us a story of a rabbi and his single son. This single son, because his father was a rabbi, an important rabbi, and this rabbi only had one child, he gave him all the options and all the possibilities to sit and learn day and night. And this son was sitting and learning and learning, dedicating all his time just to learning the Torah. But he felt that something is lacking. And he didn't know what was lacking. And 
He asked his friends. And they said to him, listen, you need to go to the tzaddik, you need to go to the righteous person. It's a whole story, it doesn't matter now. But that was the advice that his friends gave him. That means that only when a person goes to the righteous person, only then can he quench his thirst. Because the internal points in the way you work, Hashem, you have to come closer to them. Like the great righteous people who merited. It's, it's, it's difficult to go into details. <laughs> I'd like to add something personal from how did I meet the Rav? I was in Rukh- I, I lived in Rehovot. I had their rabbinical position. I had a chavrus with one of the greatest Talmudic Chachamim there in Rehovot, and my neshama died. I was learning Torah all day long, and my neshama literally died. And until I came to the Rav, I was dead. I was internally dead, and the Rav revived me, literally. In other words, that's mamash the story of the Rav and the single child. You need to go to the tzaddik to get your chayas. I'm still learning, I'm learning, I'm teaching, I have Talmidim, I, have, I write books. But the chayas, the feeling, the, the thirst being quenched, the happiness, is only through the rov. So can I give an advice? <laughs> Come to the rov. Thank God with the rov. Thank you. Admei Vesrim. You're just at 28, that's Kayach, the 28th <laughs> class. So we'd like you to do a song to give us some Kayach, some Great. energy. Okay. So oh, this, uh, is, uh, another song, your songs are special. <laughs> you play beautifful. <laughs> truly. Um, I want to share a word of the I had the, the merit of... Um, of um, volunteering at a camp called Camp Simcha in America. Mm. Um, it's a camp for, for children with cancer. And um, this song is a song that really caught, caught on very strongly. And it's, it's really amazing to hear people dance to it for the longest time. New York, והשיר הזה זה שיר שתפס חזק ממש וזה מדהים לשמוע אותם שוב ושוב שרים את זה. The words are very simple. לא מגיע לי כלום. Essentially it means um, I, can, I can't claim to deserve anything um, and therefore everything that I have is, is a complete gift. Um, and this is something that the Rav speaks about uh, um, very often and, and the gratitude as I've, I've learned in my life gratitude really great, brings great great happiness and לא מגיע לי, לא מגיע לי, לא מגיע לי כלום. לא מגיע לי כלום, לא מגיע לי כלום. לא מגיע לי, לא מגיע לי, לא מגיע לי כלום. תודה רבה לך, השם יתברך, על כל מה שנתת לי. תודה רבה לך, השם יתברך, על כל מה שנתת לי. איזה טוב השם. Is it a 
It's worth your while listening to this. Songs that only speak about Amun, about faith. <laughs> Truly, I, I came into the studio and I just started singing. It's worth your while listening to this disc. Yeah, you can even get it today. Yeah, we'll get it organized for you. <laughs> אני באמת, כל הזמן שאלת אותי, ועוד אחרים שאלו אותי, מדעתי לגבי החיסונים. פעם ראשונה שעניתי זה היום. תמיד אני אמרתי, עזבו אותי, ו... But today, on the contrary, because I gave the answer today, I now have an answer, something I'd like to tell you. And what is the answer? Truly, there's sides to this thing, there's sides to that thing. Take the vaccination, don't take the vaccination. I myself don't have to deal with that at all. Because I have wonderful medications that work 100%. And every single day we meet people. Change my life. You changed my life. Shinita li et hachayim. Saprim li mamash, ech shem mamash olchim matodah. They tell me how they go with gratitude. They go with this bodu to speak to Hashem. They live emuna, they live faith. They're happy. They have a healthy soul. And they'll already have a healthy body. So that's why I don't need to speak about these things of vaccination because it makes no difference what you're going to do. I need to speak about the medications that work a hundred percent. A hundred percent success. So may everyone strengthen themselves. Go with our Muna coaching. Learn the books. Do his bodu to speak to Hashem every single day. Say thank you for every single thing you have. Say thank you also for the bad things. Just like Rabbi Nathan and Breslov said, if Am Yisrael used to, used to give, would give praise and thanks for the good, 
in the good and in the bad. Certainly, all the difficulties and hardships would be annulled. And all the exiles would be cancelled completely. And we'd already have a long time ago the full and complete redemption. So that's why the general redemption is something that creator of the world, he will decide when to bring it to the world. But your personal redemption, you can bring it upon yourself today, now. Learn the emuna, learn the faith. Learn all the books that I wrote about gratitude. Start saying thank you for every single thing. And all the difficulties and hardships, they will be cancelled and annulled. All the ailments, all the sicknesses, all the exiles. And you will have your personal private redemption. Amen. Wow, what a way to end. Amen. What a beautiful class. Next time we'll be with Mashiach. Amen. He's got Purim to pay, so Gula, Samach, the Gula. Thank you for coming. Really appreciate Real it. And so you guys, thank you for joining us online. Share, get this bigger, make a Muna global. We want Mashiach now. We sang that already, but you know, we'll sing. Right? <laughs> Let's end. That's it. Let's play some music and get some energy. Yeah.